There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I cannot believe we are wrapping up the last episode of season one. 36. And for everyone listening, let me take you Back, 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 back <laughs> to the summer of 22 when I had the brilliant idea to ask one of my besties to co-host Becoming an Icon with me. I was getting on the subway somewhere up on the Upper East Side and I called you and I said, you're going to think I'm crazy, <laughs> a little loquita, but how would you feel about being my co-host on a music podcast? And what did you say? I actually, it's funny that you're saying this story because I remember you actually telling me this. And I was just kind of like, she's kind of crazy. Like, I don't remember this story that you're telling. You don't I, remember this? No, no, no. I remember you calling me and telling me this. The thing is, is that I didn't think that you were serious. Like, I thought it was an idea. And that's the silly thing is that I know you so fucking well that it was already in the works. But I didn't think that. But you're that person that you know, you're a mover and a shaker. And so when I remember you actually telling me was when we went to go get pizza and we were having margaritas, like Shocker. we just had some... We just had margaritas. By the way, that's why we're late for the show. <laughs> Sorry, sound engineers we and did, producers. We need some um, personality drinks, Haney. <laughs> um, and I remember we were having margaritas and you were like, so, you know, about the podcast and you kind of laid it on me and I just kind of saw my life flash in front of my eyes just because I was like... What are you talking about? You like me? You want me? <laughs> Who, me? Now, let's take a minute because I think when you start on something new, you're always a little bit scared. I know I was afraid only because, listen, I love music and I love pop culture. And in my tenure career, I've had the opportunity to interview so many of these people for major entertainment platforms, E! News, The Today Show. That being said, I'm not a music expert. Like, mm -hmm. I'm a fan of music. I obviously love music. It powers and fuels my day-to-day -day existence. So doing a podcast like this felt like a dream to me. But I was nervous that our listeners would be like, well, who are you to talk about music when you're not a musician, you're not a writer, mm -hmm. you're not an expert? So I felt a little bit of like imposter syndrome. Like, why would I mm -hmm. be hosting a podcast like this? But as I got through the research and I started understanding what the goal of this podcast was, I felt like, no, no. 
this isn't a show to share just like facts on music. This is to share the experience of music as a fan mm-hmm. experiences music because I think music is a shared experience. Totally. What I realized is that as I was learning, it was also like, what am I going to bring to it? But it was two fans, two friends coming together to talk about an experience. And it's been amazing, to be honest. And that's what the show is. Right. I feel so inspired. Mm -hmm. Every time I listen to these episodes, my takeaway is, listen, like, yes, you have to work hard. You really do. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like, it's up for anyone to grab. None of these people really had a leg up or a cousin that worked at, you know, Mm -mm. any of these major music labels, right? No one was like, oh, I'm Jay-Z's cousin. Or, you know, most of our icons literally started from zero. And I always say this to you, not even zero, like negative. Negative. Like they were negative 20. So they had to get to zero and then look at where they are now. So besides becoming a fan of these artists by listening to the podcast, I do think that you leave each episode inspired. And because you're you, and I think you are one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life, you definitely leave our episodes entertained. Like I, it's funny, you guys, I'm here living the episode with Joseph, but then when I listen to it in the car, I laugh even harder than I laughed in the studio. It's definitely funny. And we hope that you guys have felt like you're a part of our crew. Right. Because we don't do these shows just the two of us. We do them with you, all of our amazing listeners who have supported. And full disclosure, because we're not lying to you guys, this show evolved. When we first started, I think Joseph and I were both like, whoa, this doesn't feel like a show that we would do. This doesn't feel like you're having cocktails with us on a Tuesday at <laughs> 1.30 in the, the afternoon. Margaritas, right. Because <laughs> we do some daytime drinks. Um, and we said, let's change it. Let's make this really feel like us. Mm -hmm. And like you said, this show is about sharing the experience of music amongst friends and ultimately family. Like we're familia. Joseph is my cousin. I mean, he's not my blood cousin, but he is my primo. He's my primo. And we want you guys to be like, you're part of this family. So when I asked Joseph in the summer of 22 to join (laughs) me on this journey, I did not think that we would make it through 36 episodes And that you guys would actually stick around for all 36. Thank you. So before we continue down memory lane any further, let's step into the future of Latin music with someone that I think really has their pulse on what's happening. I'm your host, Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And this is Becoming an Icon. A weekly podcast where we give you the rundown on how today's most famous Latinx stars have shaped pop culture. And giving the world some extra sabor. Sit back and get comfortable. Because we are going in. The only way we know how. With buenas vibras. Algunas risas. Some chisme. And a lot of opinions as we relive their greatest achievements on our journey to find out what makes them so iconic. Episode 36. Episode 36. Fuck, man. Can you believe we made it to episode 36? I can't even believe I made it to episode two. (laughs) I was actually worried for you. I'm telling you. (laughs) And it is 36. It has been a journey. It's been amazing, to be honest. It's been really like informative and flashbacks. It like really took me back to like my youth. And it's really fascinating to know 
where the Latin explosion came from. Please don't say that word ever again. And it was very few people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And now it's where it is. Music is in such a different place now. And it's cool to like have something to go back and know that. Well, I also think it's so cool. I mean, we are of a certain age and I always (laughs) say that every episode. And it's amazing to see how much has happened in Latin music. Mm -hmm. I mean, it took a long time to go from when we were born in the 80s to the 2000s. That was long, right? Right. 20 years. But the growth has accelerated at such an unprecedented pace. And here we are now. So we felt like it was the perfect time to bring on someone who really is such an authority in this space, who also happens to be Mexicano. Hello. Like us. And to me, who is someone that speaks so honestly and authentically about what it is to be Latin in music, in pop culture, in entertainment. So without further ado... I want to introduce today's very special guest. It is Tomas Mier. He is a staff writer at Rolling Stone, where he covers some of the biggest names in pop and Latin music and all things viral and trending. Now, before he worked at Rolling Stone, Tomas was a digital music writer at People and an intern at the Los Angeles Times. So, mm-hmm. y'all, he's got the creds. Okay. All of the creds. Let now. us know, Tomas. Let us know. <laughs> and as I said, he is proudly Mexicano and he's... In my opinion, one of the best and brightest in the music industry. I'm so excited for you guys to get to know him a little bit better. And I knew this the first time I met him when I was interviewing John Legend. Oh. But I'll let him tell you that story. Ooh. Tomas, welcome Hello, to Becoming an Icon. Dang, y'all hyped me up real good. Like, <laughs> right. I tried to feel it. No big deal. You were like, wait, let me look at all my awards really quick. I was like, hold on. My biggest claim to fame is writing about Liliana's baby. Stop <laughs> <laughs> it. You are so funny. Okay, so Tomas, for our listeners who have been so loyal and are such fans of this show, and I think they also like to know a little bit about Joseph and I, how did you and I first meet, Tomas? I was interning at NBC at the Today Show and Liliana came to interview John Legend. And I said, can you pull up a list of questions for Mr. Legend? And I said, I sure will. And that's what I handed to Liliana. And she asked all the nice questions and skipped my deep ones. I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. The shady ones. The shady ones. <laughs> the shady ones. Well, like I said, the minute I met him, you know, I was living in New York at the time and I was working in LA and I always like have a little bit of kind of like, you know, New York is like the top of the top and like everyone's so much better in New York. And then I met the Moss and I was like, holy crap, like he's really thorough. He's so smart, so articulate. And we he was unafraid to go there with the hard questions for John Legend. Mm. And by the way, he was like a baby at the time. Like he was not <laughs> Tomas Mayer, who's like Rolling right. Stone. Like yeah. he was a baby and he was writing hard questions. I was like, I'm going to pass yeah. on this because I would like to interview John and Chrissy in the future. Later. Yeah, Later. Barbara Walters, relax. <laughs> I was ready, oh girl. He was I wanted ready. all the tea. Right. You came prepared. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about our show in terms of who we've covered thus far. Because, Tomas, I know you're a listener to Becoming an Icon. We have covered a lot of people. We've covered J-Lo, Bad Bunny, Bruno Mars. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Ricky Martin. Mark Anthony. Selena. Mm-hmm. Not original Selena. Baby Selena. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shakira. Shakira. Cardi B. Cardi. Oh, my God. Cardi B. Hello. Um, So these are big, big names. Do you have any personal connection to any of our icons that we might not know about? 
Um, I'm a big J-Lo stand the house down boots. Oh, oh damn, bitch. Yes. Because she was one of my first interviews at People Magazine, and <gasps> I remember being very gagged about that. Yeah. Any little tea that you can spill? Because interviewing J-Lo, mm. I'm not going to say a lot, but I'm going to say a little. Spill the tea. Interviewing J-Lo can be a production oh. in the sense that, listen, listen, don't be shady. Okay. There's a big team around her. Mm. She is the most professional of the professional. So I want to know, Tomas, from your point of view, any juice, anything? How did she make you any feel? Any juice. I mean, it's J-Lo. I think she has this aura to her that I think is just like very like you feel it. Like you walk in the presence of this woman and it's like, that's not a woman. That's like a godlike <sighs> figure. Mm. And then you sit down with her because it was on my phone. It was for a print story. So I was like sitting and looking at her in the face and I was like, wow, you're so beautiful. And then I doubted my wow. sexuality. No, stop <laughs> it, Gorg. <laughs> wow. By the way, is really she's crazy, if, if there's a, a woman on the planet that's going to do that to you, it might be her. It might be. It might be. Wow. That is a really cool story. Like, have you always loved her? Or when did you fall in love with JLo? And then you got to interview her like, well, that's crazy. It's for a lot of Mexican kids. We all grew up watching that Selena movie. Like, I think that's like our big introduction to Selena. I think I knew of JLo Selena before I knew Selena Selena, um, if I'm being honest. Oh. No, be honest. So like, that's the truth. Like, I think a lot of us, our first visual representation of Selena, the music that we were listening to was the JLo version of was that. JLo, fuck. Yeah. He's young, he's a baby. So nene, like he's uh, a baby. I hate Yeah, me. Selena died before I was born, y'all. Okay, okay we're done. Okay, this we're interview done. End is of over. End like, of podcast. End of podcast. Blocked. Um, now, Tomas, because you are so outspoken and opinionated, and that's what I think I love about you. By the way, if you don't follow him on TikTok, please do. It's Tomas Mier on TikTok and Tomas underscore Mier on Instagram. M-I-E-R? Mm-hmm, okay. M-I-E-R. But I shared the list of our icons, right? Out of everybody on that list, do you think we left anyone out? Like, is there someone oh. when you were like, Ooh, how did these bitches miss fill in the blank? Well, his little O was very telling. He was like, oh, let me tell you well, about your list. Well, about your list. I'm just playing. I think that there, I would have loved to see somebody like Juan Gabriel on this list. You are not the first to mention yeah. Juanga. We actually, Joseph and I just went to have margaritas before this episode. <laughs> it might be a little personality drink. Hey. Um, and Juanga came on while we were eating our tacos. Mm -hmm. And we thought, oh shit, he's coming back from the dead to be like, excuse he me? He was like, wow, episode 36 and not even a mention, bitch? <laughs> no, I, for, well, we're going to mention in this episode because... There you go. There you go. He, he got his creds. He's, here's another one that I keep getting in my DMs. Stop. Who? Luis Miguel. I know, but I think he's iconic, but not in the way that these people changed the space that we're talking about here. Like, they are fucking, we need, we needed them. He is an iconic singer. Yes, fair. In the genre that he's in. Okay, That's what so I'll say. I will say I agree with you. I think when we look at this list and we put this together, you know, almost a year ago, over a year ago at <laughs> this point, we've been ago. working on this podcast for so long. You know, we had to really identify where the what are the characteristics that make somebody 
iconic. And it can't just be somebody that is musically brilliant. Because if that were the case, there'd be a lot more people on this list. Mm -hmm. I'm talking musically. Music-wise, musically, sure. Okay? But when we look at the scope and the body of their work and their journey, these people are globally recognized. I could walk into a bar in Korea and sing a Cardi B lyric, and I guarantee there would be somebody that could sing that rest of the Cardi lyric back to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know that if I did that with a Luis Miguel lyric, <laughs> it would <Mitch> might. <laughs> so again, for us, it's it's global icon, mm -hmm. right? It's transcends industry because it can't just be music. It's got to be fashion. It's got to be business. It's got to be so much more. So while the definition of icon is fluid for us, right, it moves and it ebbs and it flows. I think for us, it does have to be a globally recognized artista. Mm -hmm. Knowing that information, do you feel like you now have somebody else? Wow, I'm sticking with Juan Gabriel on this Ooh. one because... Oh, oh okay. Oh, I'm I mean, into it. I, I think if you look at the fashion choices of somebody like Harry Styles, it's very <gasps> clear that Juan Gabriel played a big role in inspiring his outfits. I and agree. then we see artists like Omar Apollo, who are the future of queer music. Uh, they cite Juan Gabriel as a source of inspiration for everything he does. So I think there's a lot of that there too. I think... Damn. Oh, period. Season two, get me into it. Oh, my God, bam. Or as we like to say, punto. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. And this, by the way, and do you know why I wanted to have him on the closing episode of Becoming an Icon? Tell me everything. Here he is. Okay, so because I know that you know so much, we want to talk about the current state of Latin music. So when you think about this movement, when you think about the explosion, I'm not going to say the other word in front of it. because Latin explosion. Which of our icons that we featured on the podcast do you think played the biggest role in getting Latin music to where it is today? Because I think we might all have a different person for that. But who do you think out of the icon list got us to 2023? Wow. I mean, I think it's a combination of all of them. That's my political friendly answer because <laughs> I think they all play a very different role in it. Like we wouldn't have the state of reggaeton we have today without somebody like Bad Bunny but then the foundation wouldn't have been there without Gloria Stefan. And then Jennifer Lopez was the crossover girl. Selena Gomez is our Disney star. Like there's a little bit of everything on there. Mm -hmm. That's actually a brilliant answer. And you don't have Mark Anthony without J-Lo. <gasps> Blocked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think that it's the cumulative effect mm -hmm. of these people. And I don't think that one exists without the other. I mean, mm -hmm. Gloria is Santa Gloria. Like she <laughs> is the queen mother, Mary, Jesus and Joseph. Hello of all Latin music. And we talked, we just actually did our Gloria Stefan, Emilio Stefan episodes. And I think we both, like while we both came into it with great respect for her, I think I left those episodes thinking, damn, like what they were doing in the 80s was unthinkable. Nobody thought to do those things. Right. You and know? also we needed her. We don't exist without her. That. Thank you, Miami Sound Machine. We don't <laughs> exist without her. And Tomas, you cover so many brilliant artists, like just across the board it, for Rolling Stone. How big and how important is Latin music to Rolling Stone right now? That's a very good question. I think that we're in a space where Latin music is everything. Music is pop music. We're taking over charts, especially now with the new wave of Musica Mexicana really taking over. Um, I mean, just look at our covers this year. Carol G and Bad Bunny were back to back on our covers. Um, and that just goes to show. And two of the most important ones are Double Issue with Bad Bunny, followed by somebody like Carol G. Like, it's very clear that there is an emphasis on this sort of space. And I'm really interested to see in how it's going to continue to grow now that a lot of the Musica Mexicana artists are taking over that space. It's so true. I mean, we just had, was it Grupo Frontera on GMA this week? 
We sure did. For me, that's the music I grew up with. Mm. And that's like, that's carne asada music, right? That's like my what? uncle's, that's my uncle's music. Not it's my, the carne asada that's, music. That's bitch. like my feels music. <laughs> yeah. And to hear that on Good Morning, to see it on the set of Good Morning. I mean, I worked at the Today Show for almost 10 years. I can guarantee you, like, the closest we ever got was when we had Romeo Santos perform <laughs> on the plaza. And that was a huge big deal. And I remember in the meeting the night before, they questioned how many people would actually show up for the concert. And they thought, did we make a mistake? Is this going to be our least attended summer concert series in the history of summer concert series? It was the best. It was one of the top. And Carol G also performed as part of the summer music concert series this year. And I think she set attendance records. So it just shows you how powerful Latinos are. And like what Tomas said, our music isn't Latin music anymore. And this is where we've been evolving to, I think, in season one Mm -hmm. for us is we are music. Mm -hmm. This isn't just Latin music anymore. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thomas, I actually want to ask you a little bit about the Rolling Stone coverage because you did mention two really big ones. Who has been your favorite Rolling Stone cover with one of the icons? Is it Shakira? Is it 
who is it? Because I know, because Mark Anthony and Gloria do not have Rolling Stone covers, but Shakira does. I wonder why. Tomas. A tribute? <laughs> 25 years later? He wasn't there. It's not his I fault. I wasn't there. I wasn't born. I was, <laughs> well, she, I she can Shakira, come back. Because Shakira has had three covers plus the shared cover with Britney and Mary J. Loved that one. Ricky had one. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. In 1999, of course. And then, let's see who else we've had. We've had J-Lo a million times. Lin-Manuel had a cover Oh, as I remember well. that one. Yeah. He was like in Ham- costume. Yeah, he was in costume. Mm-hmm. And then Cardi and Offset had one together. Has Cardi had a solo cover? Do you know? Oh, there is a Cardi solo cover, actually, oh, yeah. for our Hot Issue. For the Hot Issue. In 2017, before the cover with Offset. So there you go. So 2017. Wow. Wow, right? Cardi's been around a minute. Yeah, she has. And then Bruno has had three Covers, Yeah, his were always cool. So our icons have definitely been represented mm-hmm. well. Not enough. We never have enough. Mm-hmm. Let's be very clear. I'm not saying we have enough representation. I'm saying we've been well represented and we can't wait to see more. Mm-hmm. Um, now, speaking of, I do want to talk a little bit about this current state that we said. We talked about Bad Bunny, but we didn't touch on it fully. How much do you attribute the success and power and streams just in numbers alone to one person, like to him? Well, I think Bad Bunny has carried a lot of those streaming numbers in the same way we would say Drake has for a lot of rap music. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like those Mm -hmm. are the key players in those genres and will always play a big role in that. And I think they're one of the biggest trendsetters and they're tapping into that music that people are listening to. So they're really bringing in that new era of artists and it's kind of like trickling down. Like if you like a Bad Bunny, you'll find artists who you'll like as well through that. I love it. And he's also so supportive. I think that's one of the things mm-hmm, that makes him... For sure. Very inclusive. So inclusive. He's always passing the torch and he's always wanting to talk about who's coming next. And he's not afraid. Like, he comes from abundance, not from scarcity. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that a lot, right, with musicians. I think in the 80s and 90s, if you were a Latinx or Latin musician, you were like, oh, wait, there's only the space for one Latino artist. There can only be one female and one male. So you were so competitive, right? You weren't willing to bring people up with you. Now, Bad Bunny, I think, is so secure in who he is as an artist and so secure in the power of Latin music that he's like, let me bring everybody Everybody with me, right? Mm -hmm. If we win as a cultura, Mm -hmm. like everybody, everybody wins. And we're going to get to that a little bit talking about the future of Latin music. I know you guys recently just published Meet Music's Future 25, which of course features Peso Pluma. We'll get to that in a bit. (gasps) So good. So good. But before we do that, I do want to talk about Bad Bunny's new album. Nadie sabe lo que va a pasar mañana. Have you heard it? I have not heard it. See, I thought you had some tea because I figured everyone at Rolling Stone got some kind of advanced teaser. What do you think it's going to be? Do you think it is a return to SoundCloud, Bad Bunny? Because if you saw the teaser on his Instagram, he has a shaved head. It's very akin to the look that he had when he first started. So people are saying this is him going back to his roots, which... I don't know that he ever left his roots. I mean, he got experimental with it, but I think he's always been at the core. Like right. It's a just an evolution of it, yeah. but it's the same. What do you think, Tomas? You think we're going to get something old or something new from him? I think we're going to get references to the past. I think that with somebody like Bad Bunny, he's going through this very pivotal moment in terms of like his space in the culture, um, in terms of his relationship and how he's viewed in general by Latinos. And by shaving his head, he's like, I'm still the same Oh, I can say bitch, right? I'm still the same bitch I was when I started, you know? (laughs) But I do think that it'll be Bad Bunny tapping into like that original essence that we've always had. 
um, but maybe elevating it a little bit more. I think there's a lot of expectation with this album because he's been consistently delivering, you know? Um, and I think it'll be very exciting to see what this means for his career and for his music. Okay, curveball. <gasps> Don't. What are you going to do? What do you think of Kendall and Bad Bunny? How dare you? Mommy, oh, be careful. Lord. Mommy, be careful. <laughs> um, what do we think? Is it real? Or is this a Kris Jenner masterful exercise in public relations? This is a really difficult question. You're putting me on the spot. Um, I think there are elements of reality. I think it's a real relationship. I think that I sometimes question what they talk about at the dinner table and how they relate to each other besides their wealth. But also, um, this is super random. I had dinner at this restaurant and our waiter said that the waiter was serving Bad Bunny and Kendall. This is very um, third person story. Sure. And that they had good chemistry at the table. So if we're trusting them, muchacho que me sirvió, like, period. It's real. <laughs> but also, I'm going to say, Bad Bunny is also like a nice person and a gentleman and a, yeah. you know what I mean? So what's not to like? Just because also it's something so out of her own. Oh, honey, I'm not zone. questioning that she, <laughs> right. uh, you baby, totally I'm not questioning. Him. I think <laughs> that he's also just kind of like, this is Kendall Jenner. Like whatever we think about her, you know, this is still sure. Kendall Jenner, like one of the biggest models in the world related to the most famous family in the world. But do you even think that that would be attractive? I mean, he's one of the biggest stars but in the world. But she's also beautiful and a model, like a real yes, working one. That's So that to me, I get the physical attraction. I think that they're a beautiful mm. couple. Like I, like they're gorgeous. Like to me, it would be like fireworks. I just, further what Tomas said, how do they communicate? Sure. What's the nature of the conversation? What are we talking about? Yeah. I mean... Like, is she taking Spanish lessons? Duolingo, baby. It's an app. Stop. Sponsor us. Oh, my God. Duolingo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We could talk about Bad Bunny and Kendall all day. So I'm going to stop. But I do want to talk a little bit about Rolling Stones, Meet Music's Future 25. So, Tomas, who on this list is a standout to you in the Latin music space? For sure. This list is really interesting because Bad Bunny actually helped us curate a lot of it. Um, he, he gave us some of his picks on this list, including Villano Antillano, who for me Love. is one of the greatest promises of Latin rap. Love. And um, she's like a trans goddess legend vibes. Yes. Like I think she'll definitely become one of those people, influential people. Um, there's Peso Pluma had to be on there as well. Also one of um, Bad Bunny's picks. And like just uh, um, Omar Quartz is on there as well. There's a there's a wide array of stars that I think are going to be playing on the radio for quite some time. We're on our Spotify mm-hmm. playlist. Okay. I'm like radio, honey. You were when you were radio. born. There were no radios. Radio What's a radio? <laughs> a tuner? Who Serious. has a tuner? Okay. So given your musical prowess and expertise. Our listeners love to know who to listen to. Who do they want to stream? Who do they want to add to their playlist? So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Um, Si te gusta Bad Bunny, te puede gustar. Fill in the blank for us, Tomas. I would say Reynal. Have you heard of Reynal? No. No. She's a Puerto Rican female star that Bad Bunny has been like really pushing for for a really long time. And she lives in that same world Y'all have to listen to because you're going to be like shaking ass for real. Um, uh, adding that to right my now. I'm like, Spotify. I'm like, download now. <laughs> yeah, right now. Right now. Okay. Si te gusta Selena, te puede gustar. 
¿Cuál de las dos? Baby. Well, let's do both. Oh, wow. Okay, I, I got you. I have a good one for both. If you like Selena Quintanilla, you should be listening to Estevi or Estevie. She just released a new EP called Cumbialicious that is phenomenal. She's giving pop Selena Quintanilla, this new girl. I love her. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I can't even... I'm down. I'm, I'm ta- do you see me taking... I, how notes. often do I take notes? Okay, wait. No, also, I'm going to need to... We're going to share. Get on that. Okay. Si te gusta baby Selena, Selena Gomez, ¿te puede gustar? There's this girl group named Bella Dos. Mm-hmm. I love them. And they, are, they have those elements of pop that you would associate with Selena Gomez, but also has elements of bachata, of R&B. Um, there's a little bit of everything on their new album, El Pop, um, which stands for Latin pop. Y'all need to get into that because they're Yo. great. Okay. Si te gusta Mark Anthony, a.k.a. J-Lo's ex. Oh, my God. Te puede gustar. <laughs> Let's see. What other exes are making music these days? Uh, oh, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I, that's a... Wait, I, I can't do Mark Anthony. Well, who's like a new salsero? Who's a new ballad singer? Yeah. Who's a new salsero? Like, I, don't, I don't think there's very many salseros out there right now. Like, I agree. New salseros. Mm-hmm. White um, space. Or, Somebody <gasps> better come for it. Dude, that's me. I agree. I right? agree. No, but I'm. if you're into Bruno Mars and Mark Anthony, let's say Omar Apollo. That's somebody who I think is generally acceptable for any audience um, and who's an amazing Latina artist. Love it. Okay. Now, your queen. Si te gusta J-Lo. Te puede gustar. Si te gusta J-Lo, te puede gustar Ali Brooke. Do you know Ali from Fifth Harmony? Ali Brooke? Yes. <laughs> yes. Ali Brooke is having a comeback right now. She just dropped a single called Gone to Bed. But if you listen to her discography, she has like really cool Latino fusion songs that work really well. I'm here for it. Whoa, I'm ready. I'm ready for that. these girls. Like, I mean, I love Normani, but I'm like, when is it? Like, when is it going to hit? Like, I'm ready for these girls to like step out and, and do it. I mean, Camilla, I think is amazing, but I want the rest of them to have that their same moment. success. I want them to have their moment. I'm ready for these girls. I think they're all so uniquely talented in their own way. They're young. Like, let's do it. Right. Like, let's let's get after it. And if you okay. haven't listened to Camila's new album, Familia. Is it so good? Fire. It's really good. It's the Latino fusionist that we're talking about on this podcast. Like, there's English mariachi. There's, like, Latin Spanish pop. Like, it's all of the above. And I think that's what's perfect about it. Well, and it, isn't that such a reflection of who we are as Latinos here in the U.S., too? I mean, we're all made up of such a variety, right, of cultural experiences. Like, we're American, but we're still Latino. We speak English, but we also speak Spanish. Like, we like country music, but we also like reggaeton. Like, I think that's so, I I don't know, I think it embodies how we exist in the U.S. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. 
and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's time for our Icon Showdown. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So we're going to play referees. Mm-hmm. Tomas, you're stepping into the ring. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, here we go. <laughs> You're going to have to pick a winner from these two songs. Ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. On the Floor by Jennifer Lopez or Hips Don't Lie by Shakira. Oh my gosh. You're starting off really strong with hard. those. Hard. We're, 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 we're hard. We're, we this need is it. Like, this is like calculus. We got to go there. Because like On the Floor pop, Hips Don't Lie also pop, but like Hips Don't Lie, Shakira. Whoa. I'm sure yeah. that you actually went there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I like it by Cardi B or Lose You to Love Me, Selena Gomez. I like it by Cardi B. I like Period. it. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Conga by Gloria Stefan or Vivir Mi Vida, Mark Anthony. Oh my Anthony. God, I was going to say it, ha- it has to be like that because those are tough. That pair up is very, very tough. <laughs> That's um, hard. I'm going to have to say Iconicness Levelness, Conga by Gloria Stefan. Wow. Mm. Okay. Oh, are you ready? Two rap songs. Rap-ish. My Shot, Lin-Manuel Miranda and Hamilton. Or Titi Me Pregunto, Bad Bunny. Titi Me Pregunto. Si tengo mucha novia. Okay, last. Pégate, Ricky Martin. Or Versace on the Floor, Bruno Mars. I'm going to have to go with my gay icon legend, Ricky. Pégate. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, I love that. That was so fun. You that were so was, good. Thanks good. for playing. This. Oh my God, it's, that was hard. It's really hard because they all stand alone. But yes. listen, at the end of the day, if you've only got 10 songs to add to your playlist. Got to make room. Got to move Got to make room. So, Tomas, what is your astrological sign? I'm a Virgo. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. no. Don't start. Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Y'all scared so, me with that one. Do you know who else is a Virgo? 
Um, actually, I do. Gloria Stefan. She is. She is. So for our loyal listeners, you know that we love <laughs> to have a little fun with our astrological signs and our in-house Walter Mercado, a.k.a. Joseph Carrillo. It's me. <laughs> so, Joseph, we've talked a little bit about the present state of music with Domas, mm-hmm. but you're going to take us into the future, baby, okay? I am. I'm going to take you in the future with a few people that I think need to be talked about. So I want to start 2024 with Bad Bunny, and he is a Pisces. So here is the tea for you guys. It is a year of two halves. So the first half is going to test your patience with potential work pressures and financial constraints. But luck is on your side for the second half. But stay focused and work hard. So is he going to break his Spotify global streaming record in 2024? What say you? I think with this new album, it is going to change the world. Tomas, what do you think? Cannot confirm nor deny. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a pro. Okay, I need to know Mm -hmm. what is in store for J-Lo, our Power Leo. All right. J-Lo, the Power Leo 2024 is giving a little bit of good and it's going to be a little bit challenging. But stay calm and be patient and take everything as a lesson learned. Keep yourself composed. Think twice before using any bitter statements or throwing shade at your partner. Or making faces in the car when you're fighting with Ben Affleck. (laughs) Yes, like that. And take time to take care of yourself. Be patient and be kind to yourself in 2024. J-Lo new music we just got new wait Thomas did we just get new music from J-Lo no we're going to get new music from J-Lo do they keep delaying that I thought that was gonna happen in the summer it was supposed to happen this year and it looks like it was delayed but I got to listen to it and it's really good (gasps) oh my god but also let me just tell you that's why stress anxiety and pressure are getting very heavy for Leo in 2024 because the album's coming stop but Thomas says it's good I can't wait. He also doesn't sugarcoat. He's not a liar. No es mentiroso. I can't wait to hear it Mm -hmm. now. Can you sneak us something? I sure cannot. (laughs) 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 Okay. And then last but not least, we have to talk about Ricky Martin. O-M-G. What's his sign, by the way? Ricky Martin is a Capricorn. Okay, so this year has a lot of luck for Capricorn. So it's very fortunate time for you guys. There's going to be a lot of career opportunities and a lot of many, Henny. But with many, you better invest it. You better invest it in your health, in your body, and in your mind. Because you want to keep a healthy bank account. You want to just keep everything in order. Don't splurge. Not 2024. Let's save. Really? Let's save Capricorn. Really? Let's save. I know I just got a diamond bracelet, but I'm not a Capricorn. (laughs) I'm a Taurus. I'm a little bit scared to have you give me Aries. So I'm just going to skip that one. Thank you. I'd rather just kind of play my luck (laughs) with the signs. Just let it go. Just let Let it it go. Let it. Yes, that is my that is my MO going into 2024. Okay, Tomas, we can't let you go without asking you something that we have asked ourselves but won't answer because it's way too hard of a question (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna put it on you okay i know you have like an encyclopedia of music in your brain if you had to pick your top three latin songs of all time Mm -mm -mm. i'm talking all time they don't have to be popular now it doesn't have to be something that's relevant now what are they since we started this episode talking about Juan Gabriel and the icons that were not recognized on this season, I'm going to start my three songs with Asi Fue by Juan Gabriel. Aww. Specifically, his rendition at 
Palacio de Bellas Artes. Bellas Artes. Oh! So beautiful. It's that is to me like you talk about performances that are like, you know, life changing and you see something and you're never the same again. If you guys ah. have not watched this, go on YouTube and watch it. That's I'm a watch Tomas, it. I love you. You're so good. That's such a good one. Okay. Thank you. My number two is going to be another Mexican icon of the same level of Juan Gabriel, I would say, in the songwriting realm. And that's going to be Eso y Mas by Juan Sebastián. Mm. I have not Get heard into that. It. Wow. Once you listen to it, he literally sings about crossing mountains and rivers because he loves this woman so much. He will do literally anything. I've done that. I want to be loved like that. I love you like that. Joan Sebastian <laughs> is probably one of the best okay. when it comes to songwriting. Wow. I wow. have a new added on my oh. playlist. Please get into we, it. Tomas, are you starting a podcast like, every time? You better because not, you bet, <laughs> No, you better because I need to know about <laughs> yeah. these people. Okay. And then last, but certainly not least, just third. Con los ojos cerrados by Gloria <gasps> Trevi. For oh, the gays and the girlies. Uh, Thank you. Whoa. Hey, You're but welcome. all of your shit is all love. Are you in love, Tomas? No. I just got it's, out. It's all L O. Oh, so he's reminiscing. He's having a hot girl winter. <laughs> yeah. You're having a hot girl winter? Hot girl winter. Remind the gaze of my app. They can't see me yet, but you can see me visually on my <laughs> Instagram. There you go. Um, and single. if you're listening and you want to see, it's going to be worth it. Yes, Look him up. It's true. Um, Tomas, you are truly so special to me. I have loved getting to know you, watching your career just explode. And I am so, so honored that you were a guest on our show because to me, this is like the beginning of something so special for you. I think people really need to hear your voice, your mm -hmm. thoughts, and your expertise in this industry. So I thank you so much for being here. And remember, guys, you can follow Tomas on Instagram. He is Tomas underscore Mier on IG and Tomas Mier on TikTok. Thank you, love. Thank you for having me. It was such a pleasure. I said thank you to Tomas. And I've said thank you to our listeners. I've not said thank you to you. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. No, you <laughs> no, my seriously, no. Like <laughs> no, seriously, though, this has been so much fun. I can't believe this is actually work because it never feels like work when I'm sitting across I from know. you. Oh, it has been amazing. It's, I, you know, I'm going, wait. What? I'm having a premonition. Something's happening and I see 2024. <gasps> what do you see? I feel like we need to get some margaritas and plan for season two. Okay, okay, okay. Hold <laughs> that thought. That's my prediction. Listen, you've never been wrong. It happened. And we have Walter watching over us. <laughs> so hold that thought. Mm -hmm. Before we go, we want to say, if you guys like becoming an icon, please, 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 please. rate the show. Write us a review. It can be in English or Spanish or Spanglish. Yes, we love Spanglish. We love a little Spanglish. And share it with your friends. Share it with your family. It would mean so much to Joseph and I. 100. Because just because the season's over, some of you might have met us during Bruno Mars. Mm -hmm. Some of you might have met us from the very beginning with Bad Bunny. And some of you maybe just started listening to Gloria. So remember, there's 36 episodes. Go back, enjoy them all, and have a margarita for us. We'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Becoming an Icon is presented by Sonoro and iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca? ¿O tienes 65 años o más? Estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.